Intro music. No, that's not it. All right, we'll have to do something later because after all, this is just our test first episode, the first episode ever. Ever banter, Besker and Bantha Milk. That's right. You heard it here. Mandalorian podcast by Rob and Nick, who are I don't know, I guess just self-styled Star Wars enthusiasts. You could call us. Yes. Uh, and uh, we're here to just talk about the upcoming uh, television show on Disney+, Plus, The Mandalorian. Probably a lot more, too, but right now, just kind of focusing our attention on uh, some of the new stuff coming out, which is very exciting. Very exciting. Lots of new stuff. And we don't want to be uh, just pigeonholed into that, so as Nick said, anything Star Wars related could be touched on here on our fabulous show, Banter, Besker, and Bantha milk. What, wait, bantha, what do you mean by the bantha milk? There's got to be something milk. there, right? What is well, it? let's see. Bantha milk is awesome. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I yeah. mean, it's Luke Skywalker drank it. It's it's blue, right? It's blue. There is some debate about that, though. Some people say green, some people say blue. Yeah, there was Whatever green. Whatever the color. One of the episodes, one of the movies. I don't know if we're allowed to say which one. You can figure it out. You can comment down below, as they always say on the YouTube channels. That's true. Which episode or which uh, which movie he drank green milk, but then there's other ones where you see uh, blue milk. But that is one-third of our topics. And why are we spending so much time talking about bantha milk? Well, it looks like uh, we're going to just try every episode here and just enjoy ourselves a little more, have a conversation over a nice drink. So here we are, and we're going to try our hand at a bunch of different uh, alcoholic beverages that are Star Wars themed. We're going to start, I think, with the Bantha Milk, right? Bantha we got to start with the classic Bantha Milk. But in the future, if you have any really good tried and true Star Wars drinks that you would like to submit to us for us to try, uh, we'd love to hear what you have to say. But uh, for now, let's start looking at this because we had a little we had a little incident earlier. Um, <laughs> yes, we did. Let's just say vanilla went everywhere. Yeah, yeah. I, I we started out this episode with a little bit of an explosion, but uh, I think we've got everything all we, under control. We have it under control right. now. So what do we have? What 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 do we have for ingredients here? So we found this uh, recipe on Getaway Today's website. They have an episode, or oh, uh, uh, no, I lost it. It's an article. It's right here. An article. There we go. An Star article on the Star Wars blue milk recipe. Now, is this whether, from from the, the Galaxy's Edge? They're claiming that this is how it is made in the Galaxy's Edge. Now, everybody was uh, when the Galaxy's Edge opened up. Everybody was very excited to drink the blue milk, thinking it was going to be milk, and it wasn't. Oh. Um, so there's all these different. Uh, rumored recipes for how to make it, and we found this one. I mean, there's a million out there. So there are again, I doubt this will be the last blue milk we try. Uh, this is just the first blue milk we're going to go ahead and give a try. And this is going to be a little bit of uh, fly by the seat of our pants. We're yeah, we're not improvising. We're playing it fast and loose with the rules here. We're not. We're not doing the exact measurements that are inside of it, and we actually changed things up a little bit from it. So. It's loosely based off of the getaway today's recipe, yeah. um, but we also are taking it up a notch and making it a spicier version of it by adding some alcohol into it. Yeah, we've got a little Smirnoff vanilla-infused vodka that we're going to pop in here just to give it, you know, it's it's a nice morning cocktail we've got going on here. We're actually re recording this on a Sunday morning. On a so Sunday morning. Like might well, as well get our day started, right? So we've got ice. We've got this Gatorade Glacial Glacier, Glacier Freeze. Crisp and cool. Nice and okay. Uh, we've got rice milk, which I've never had rice milk. Neither nice have I. Rice Dream brand rice milk. 
uh, some blue food coloring and a whole bunch of ice and a, or a this is a <laughs> Dallas cup, Dallas Cowboys cup filled with vanilla because unfortunately our vanilla. Uh, yes, we, we need like a, a teaspoon of vanilla, but we have a whole cup full of it. Yeah. So it's going to be very, very vanilla-y. Right, so I'm just going to get started here. Let's, okay. uh, let's see. I'm just throwing some ice in our blender here. Now, one of the things that the recipe did suggest was making the ice out of the blue Gatorade, but right. since we did not prepare... No, you, you'll, you'll notice a theme here. We're not exactly the most... We're only, you know, educators. Yeah, we, <laughs> why prepare anything? You know, just expect... All, everybody else to do it for you. Yep. All right. So I, I got the ice in, in the blender, and I, what do you think? The whole the whole bottle? Sure. Why not? Little, yeah. What is this? Little twelve ounce bottle. Twelve ounce. Throw that whole thing in the blender blue, here. blue Gatorade. Blue Gatorade. Right. Uh, all right. Now we'll go for this rice milk. I don't. Are you supposed to shake rice milk? Uh, I'm gonna shake it. Why up. not? Can't hurt, right? Can't hurt. That it can. What not. is it gonna do? All right. So pour some of this on in. It doesn't smell altogether that pleasing, but well, that's good. Yeah, but I mean, it's rice milk. What, what, what's the worst can happen? All right, now, so far as the vanilla infused vodka goes, you know, my my theory is just let let the spirit speak to you. That's right. It'll tell right. you when you're done. So let's just give this a little. So we're pouring in about a whole bottle. So about it looks a, like a bottle and a half, maybe a bottle two, and a half. two bottles. Right? Twelve and ounces of Gatorade and yeah. thirty-two ounces of vodka. Yeah, and maybe like seven cups of vanilla. Here. Seven cups of so vanilla. vanilla. Yes, we don't need all of that. I'm yeah, pretty no. sure. Right yeah. there. I think that's just a little bit of just a little, just a little extra vanilla. Yeah. The the recipe. As we said, flying by the seat of our pants. Oh, some blue. Oh, right, blue. we need the yeah, we make need it bluer. This blue, right? Because it actually now, without the blue in, it, do, it did take on like a whitish hue. Yeah. That blue Gatorade didn't do a whole lot for the color. Here. No. So how much of this do you think? Maybe five drops? Uh, yeah, five or six drops. One, Why not? One, two, three, four, five. Let's go six. Rob, the crazy. more we put in, the bluer it will be. That's right. All right. Where's the lid? Here's the, the lid. lid. Yes, we need the lid. All right, you might want to mute this. Is um, don't get a little loud. Here we go. Let's all right, here we go. A little bit blending action Mix. going on right now. Oh, maybe oh. I should plug it in. We. <laughs> I, that was the problem earlier. It was too plugged in. After Nick plugged it in and uh, <laughs> shredded. shredded the vanilla, yeah. now he unplugged it to make sure that didn't happen again. Here right. we go. Here we go. On three, one, two. Oh, that is blue. That is. Blue. I like it. Oh, it wow. does look bluish. All right, we're getting chunky now. I think, I think that's you use a little more ice. What do you think? I think some more ice, yeah, because because according to the uh, folklore of Galaxy's Edge, it was pretty pretty chunky. People were a chunky ice. People were very surprised. They thought it was going to be more milky, but it's almost like a like a frosty. Like a frosty. All yeah. Right. All right, so just add a bunch more ice. Throw some more ice and maybe not blend this ice so much. Mix See just a little Yeah, just a little mix. Right, that a looks, more, you think looks, this is good? No, I think that's good. I think we should All try right. it more chunky more than chunky. smooth. I like yes. chunky. Chunky, not, not so much with peanut butter, but for drinks, but I'll take drinks, it. drinks, yes. All, All right, right, we've got these stylish little mason jars, jars, here. Mason jars. with handles. I like that your blender has like... It has a spout. That's pretty excellent. Yes, you have it's, a blender with a spout. Perfect. This does remind me of, you know, The Last Jedi when Luke is just kind of... Milking, milking that greenish the, the, yes. milk out of that large creature, and it's just pouring into here. Just pour, and it was just a big, gross creatures. All right. all right, so all it's right, very so blue. Should we Instagram this? We need a picture. Yeah, of this all right. And by we, the uh, way, you can find us on Instagram as of this morning. We are at Bantha Milk Podcast. You should hopefully see a couple of these pictures up by the time you go ahead and uh, check us out. But all right, we're taking a picture now. So when you're listening, you'll know we took this you'll picture know, this live. Is... 
Here's our blue milk. That's right. <laughs> All right, let's get it. All right, taste. let's try it. Cheers. Cheers, my friend. Here we go. What do you think? That's that's not near as as no. harsh as I was expecting. I taste a lot of the Gatorade. Yeah. I don't um, taste too much too much vanilla in this. No, not a lot. We, we probably could have put more vanilla in it. They, the recipe called for vanilla uh, rice milk. We couldn't yeah, find we, vanilla we, rice we, milk. So what I'm doing right now, I don't, Rob's welcome to do so himself, but that's kind of up to his Nick's discretion. Nick's topping his off. I top mine off with just a little more smearing off vanilla. We didn't have enough right uh, vanilla. Let's see. That smells a little nicer. Oh, yeah. That need a little more of that. A little more kick. A little more kick. A little more kick. Absolutely. All right. Well, while we're drinking this, which, by the way, it is delightful. It is. Uh, we're going to get on into it, right? So first of all, I feel like it would behoove us to talk about this Disney Plus stuff that's coming out, right? Because yes. Because... No way you're going to see the thing unless you have Unless you have Disney Plus. Uh, Disney uh, trying to take over the world I here, one entertainment uh, outlet at a time. They said they had all kinds of uh, Disney shows on Netflix, uh, a lot of uh, Marvel shows and things like that. And they had, I remember years ago when they signed a contract with Netflix... It was very exciting for Netflix. And even, it was funny, when they signed the contract, it didn't even take place for like two years later. Yep. So they signed yep. it and they had to wait two years to get all the stuff. So then they had all their stuff and then Disney says, oh, you know what? We're making you a lot of money and we want to make it for ourselves. Yeah, it's been kind of this horror show the past couple of years if you're a Netflix person, just seeing your favorite things being one by one plucked off of it, right? Plucked out of there. Just taken off and like, you just know, all right, well, I guess I'm going to have to buy another service. And that's fine because there's enough on this service that I'm, I'm pretty excited about. Yes, it, so. it's definitely going to be worth the uh, the price. And, and it's really not too bad, the price. So it comes out November 12th, uh, so just a little over a month and a half away here. Um, and it's it looks like it's going to be six ninety nine a month. Or $70 for the year. So if you do the math, you can save 14 bucks. Yeah. You can, so You could buy yourself a bottle of Smirnoff vanilla vodka with that and make yourself right. some blue milk. And make yourself some blue milk That's while you're watching thing. The Mandalorian That's on right. there. And listening to our podcast, Bantha Milk Podcast. That's right. And also, but they, they are bundling them together, right? Because I guess that's kind of the thing now. Yes. So we have this bundle. If you're if you're a sports fan, right, we, you can get a bundled package of Hulu, Disney Plus, and ESPN Plus for like 13 bucks a month. Mm-hmm. I mean, I already have Hulu. I think I pay like 14 bucks a month for Hulu. So if yeah. you're already a Hulu guy or, a, or an ESPN yeah, person or whatever. Yeah, just cancel Hulu and then just get the bundle. You're going to be paying the same price yep. and getting Disney Plus on top of it. Yeah, and seeing all this Star Wars goodness. But not just Star Wars. They're, Disney's taken all of their iconic stuff and they've taken it off of netflix they're taking it off of everywhere just so they can put it on here we've got a lady in the tramp that we've heard is going to be available at launch we've got uh an original christmas comedy they're going to be putting out so we've got a lot called noel so it looks like they're going to be adding some more stuff to their rotation this is this one kind of confused me and you've got you've got children rob so maybe you okay. can help me out with High School Musical, The Musical, yes. The Series. That's a yes. very confusing title to me. It is a very confusing title, and because I do have children, I know all about it. Mm. So, they had their High School Musical movies. Right. So, the series is supposed to... It is not going to include any of the original cast of the High School Musical. Okay. What it's going to do is it's taking place in the high school that the musical was filmed in and it's supposed to be it's a completely different cast and it's these kids lives how they're dealing with the fact that their high school was the set of high school musical that's very interesting that's a confusing bit of yes. sentencing that you just had for me but yes. i think i'm on track with you that's 
Maybe one that I'll skip, but I'd imagine your kids are going to be. Uh, I'm sure my that. kids will will binge watch it all. Yes. The, the things I'm more excited about, we've got the we've got a new Muppet series coming out. First of all, and yes, I'm a big fan of the Muppets. And they're also redoing all of the Muppet movies. They're well putting all the old Muppet movies on there uh, as well. I see that I did not know. I'm a yes. huge fan. Like uh, Muppet Christmas Carol, every yes. year has, it's like a must go in my house. So that is fabulous. And we also have, I mean, obviously the Mandalorian. The which Mandalorian, is, which is probably what I'm most excited about. Um, we have a total uh, different shows they're going to open up with. At least seven new shows. Um, that they're talking about. And all of the Marvel shows that were on Netflix are supposed to be coming to Disney+. Plus. So mm-hmm. You have like your Jessica Jones, The Punisher, uh, Daredevil, Daredevil, I guess. Uh, yeah. I wasn't huge on that. My wife was really into the Daredevil. I love Daredevil. Uh, Daredevil. Jessica Jones. I've heard both of them are really Punisher good. was good. Uh, Luke Cage was good. But ironically, Jessica Jones, I, I watched some of, but it, it didn't... Uh, it didn't keep me occupied. It didn't no? keep me entertained for some reason. No, I don't know. I really like that actress. She was uh, she was on Breaking Bad. I guess we're going to talk a little bit yes. more about Breaking Bad later. Um, but we also have new Marvel series coming soon. They've got WandaVision coming out, which is uh, the uh, the Scarlet Witch and yes. Vision. And Vision, their, uh, their series. TV series, which is confusing to me because I was pretty sure, spoiler alert. I don't know if you watch Marvel here, spoiler alert. <laughs> um, but I was I was pretty darn sure Vision had, had been killed by Thanos. Yes, right? maybe this is, they love doing uh, prequels. Yeah, it's true. Or mid-quarters or something. Stories origin or, stories. I thought yeah. we had gotten the origin story of Vision, but who knows. Man, this blue milk is really tasty. It is very awesome. tasty. Considering you just winged it, and yeah, then I'm, I'm, I'm pretty didn't impressed follow with the and directions now, exactly. The stuff that's still in the blender is kind of congealing and kind of freezing. And oh it's yes, and it looks like it's getting that, that good slush to it that yeah. that it's supposed to have. Yeah, I'm excited about that. Sorry. Anyway, that's we also okay. have Clone Wars. Uh, I mean, if you're listening to this podcast, I'd say there's a pretty good chance you watched at least some of the Clone Wars series. We have a new uh, season. Coming for the Clone Wars, as well as all the previous uh, And all, the previous Clone Wars uh, really delved into Mandalorian uh, uh, a lot. Sure so, did. Yeah, we, we talk a lot about Mandalore itself in, in the Clone Wars. We talk about the Darksaber. A lot of interesting... If, again, if you're listening to this and you're not super into like the nitty-gritty on the Star Wars, you got to check out the Clone Wars. It's got so much really... Inter- and and it, it, it was hard for me to get into because you have to get past the cartoon thing. Right. You know what I mean? It's like. Which gotta... is why I don't think I watched it in the beginning. Yeah. And now I'm mad that I missed out on it because I did watch Rebels. See, I haven't watched Rebels yet. I hear it's so good. See, that's the reason why I'm so excited about this yes. Disney Plus service. Because exactly. It's been so hard to find these things. You have to have, like, I don't have cable. Does anyone out there have cable anymore? I mean, I feel we like still less do. And we less still people. pay thousands of dollars for cable. Yes. Yeah. We're, I mean, I we're silly that my, way. I, hobble, I, I watch mostly stuff that's already out there, I guess. So. But that's the great thing about this Disney Plus. Hopefully, I'll be able to get caught up with this. Mm-hmm. Obviously, we have also the Cash and Andor live action series coming. Yes. For those of you who are uh, up with the, uh, what was that? It was Rogue One. Cash and Andor was our, our main character or one of our main characters in Rogue One. I'm excited about that one. That yeah. Should be kind of. It should be cool. Yeah, it's it's supposed to be more of the uh, the evolution and the creation of the rebels and stuff. So the resistance. Yeah. The resistance. Yeah, yeah. There's a lot of there's a lot of content coming out over the next however long that's focusing specifically on that that no man's land between the Return of the Jedi mm-hmm. and uh, the Force Awakens. Yes. Um, and we'll talk a lot about that, I feel like, on this podcast. There's so much content between, like, the comic books we were getting. There was just a, a comic book dropped about Snoke and Kylo Ren and an origin story. Um, we're getting a Kenobi series. That's the one that everyone's lost their minds. Yes. About, right? We're getting, yes. we'll finally know, it's been confirmed. Ewan McGregor's coming back for a Kenobi web series or, or live streaming series on Disney+. Plus. Um, I feel like the internet lost its collective mind when they heard that because, I mean... 
whatever your your opinions on the prequels, everyone can agree Ewan McGregor was just was amazing. the best. Absolutely. Yes. Um, I hope that they come out with a uh, Jar Jar Binks series. Because, yeah, an origin story. Yeah, an origin story yeah. because he's just awesome. He single handedly destroyed uh, Star Wars himself. Yeah, so. that's what I've heard. Well, yeah. well, you know, if you're if you're one of those tinfoil hat people, and sometimes I like to don my tinfoil <laughs> hat, uh, there are all those those theories out there that we have a Darth Jar Jar. Darth Jar Jar is a Lord of the Sith who kind of got the ball rolling on the entirety of the mess that went on in the galaxy. Yes. Well, I mean, if you watch it, he he was the one that was duped into suggesting things to the uh, to the, uh, the Chancellor. The right? Chancellor the, the and all that stuff, yeah. The emergency powers. The emergency yeah. powers and all that stuff. And but what if he wasn't duped? What if, what he, if he was the puppet master? That would be amazing if right? Jar Jar Binks becomes the puppet master. There's going to be like a good... 50% of fans who are going to throw all their money at the screen if that happens. And 50% who are literally going to storm Lucasfilm. Go, yes, going to tear down the walls. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, but aside from that, we do have uh, just all these Disney classics that are also coming to uh, the streaming service. 101 Dalmatians, Bugs Life, Goofy Movie, Pirates of the Caribbean. Uh, the first one, I don't know about the other ones, but they definitely confirmed the Curse of the Black Pearl. Uh, it looks like almost the entire Star Wars catalog uh, between the prequels, the OG series, the, the sequel series, uh, and also the standalone films as well, which I think the standalone films have been some of the best Star Wars to come out in yes. 30 years. Honestly, yes. it's just been awesome. Um, and then finally, finally, of course, we come to what we're all waiting for is just our Mandalorian, right? So oh, I thought you were going to say all 30 seasons of The Simpsons. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Because that will be on there. Is as it well. really? Yes. All, no way. Yes, because when they bought Fox, they get all 30 seasons what of The Simpsons. What a strange sentence. All 30 seasons. 30 of the seasons. Simpsons. I remember. I was in high school when The Simpsons came out. You were probably like in elementary school. I, tur I turned 32 in October. So you were two. <laughs> I was in 10th grade. I remember one of the uh, a fellow student of mine was recording every episode of the first season on VHS. You don't even know what those things are. I know what a VHS is. I had a VCR. I actually did ask a couple of my students. I had uh, an 8-track in my hand. I was like, hey, any of y'all know what this is? And a couple of them said, that's a VHS tape. Uh, scarily enough, a couple of them called him. Is that a Walkman? Is that a Walkman? <laughs> yeah, it's a, it looks the same size as a Walkman, but no, it's an A-Track. Yeah, they they've heard about this Walkman as a relic. Of right, the as yes, as because <laughs> they saw uh, Stranger Things. So, yes, that's right. So they they feel they know all about our youth. That's right. Um, so here we are talking finally about the Mandalorian. What you've all come for, aside from just you know. Our, our dulcet tones here. We yes. Have some lovely, deep voices. <laughs> lovely, deep, say. sultry voices. Um, We're 19 minutes in and we finally get to the Mandalorian. That's right. But that's okay. That's all right. We're just, that's the banter. We're that is the banter. Right? You paid for banter and that's you're it. getting banter. You, and you get what you paid for. That's you didn't right. pay at all for this, folks. Nope. So, you, so this here is we free. Are. Drinking the, bantha milk. The first uh, word of the title is banter, and boy, did you get it. You had to know what you were getting. Yeah. <laughs> so, obviously, the big thing here is uh, our executive producer here, John Favreau. We love John Favreau. John, John Favreau. Favreau is a huge Star Wars fan. Yes. Right? And that's I feel like that's the best part about some of these new things that are coming out, is we have Star Wars fans yes. taking the helm on these things. Um, and he's just awesome. He is awesome. Uh, he was the original uh, Mandalorian uh, voice of the, the big bad uh, Mandalorian in the Clone Wars pre-Vizsla. Um, yes. If you watched those you Clone Wars fans out there, uh, pre-Vizsla was like this renegade uh, Mandalorian who wanted to regain, he basically wanted to make Mandalore great again. Um, he wanted to regain some of, the, some of the strength and power that they used to have, right? And uh, I guess 
because talk about talk about Mandalorians themselves, right? Because Mandalorians yeah, so have their whole culture, this whole there's thing, this, right? Yeah, so the Mandalores and Mandalorian culture um, is, from what I read, reading all about Mandalore, they've been basically fighting their entire existence. existence right? yeah, yeah, their entire existence they've been fighting. Yeah. Um, most of the time, they've been fighting with the Empire and the Empire, whatever level of Empire it is at that time. They've been uh, along with them uh, fighting against the Jedi. They hated the Jedis early on. Mm-hmm. And uh, even on a step up from that, their armor, the as we like to call it, what's the armor called? It's Besker. Besker. Oh, it sure is. The Besker... Beskar, Besker. We're going to call it Besker. We're going to call it Besker for now. Yes. Until you correct us. That's right. You need to listen (laughs) to correct us. So if you're listening and we're wrong. I know Star Wars fans, and if there's one thing Star Wars fans can do is correct all the things we get wrong. Everything that's wrong. So we will accept any and all corrections, and we will give you a shout out for it. Give us all the comments about everything that we're doing wrong, and it'll be awesome. That's right. Sip our blue milk and enjoy it. And I'm sure we're going to get told that it's not the actual recipe for the blue milk. Send also. in your recipe. Send we'll, in your we'll recipe. Drink we'll so drink far, yours. I'm about halfway through this glass, and I'm feeling pretty darn good. I like it. Yeah, it's good. Things. It's good stuff. But the, we were uh, talking about Mandalorians. Mandalore. Sure. <laughs> yeah, Mandalore, Mandalorians, and, and uh, I jumped into Besker real fast because mm-hmm. the Besker is their armor. That's right. Um, so if you don't know why Besker's in the middle of this, it's, it's that's the name of the Mandalorian armor. It comes from the Mandalorian iron, and it's super strong, super powerful. It can resist... Uh, blaster shots and it can also resist glancing blows and like sideways hits i guess you could say from lightsabers well that seems like it would come in handy yes um especially since all you want to do for generations is fight jedi so you definitely need something to defend against the jedi now the the weird Um, thing with the mandalorian history i feel like is and and that's the weird thing with star wars anyway anymore is like the the legends versus the canon right yes there was so much stuff like if if you were one of the knights of the old republic fans you, you there was so much that delved into the mandalorian's war against the jedi in the old republic and went into you know dealing with darth revan again that's a whole i could i could spend five hours just talking about that whole game, right? right? But all of that has been kind of wiped away. So it's kind of unclear right now how much of that is true. Yes. We know that there is a Darth Revan, right? They, yes. Disney has come out and said that. So we don't know how much of that origin story for him is true with the Mandalorian Wars. Um, but yeah, Mandalorians have just been involved. They just like to fight. They're, and they're, and they, they were fighting pop. amongst themselves mm-hmm. a lot. Um, so much so that they destroyed their own planet. Um and according to the canon version of it, they destroyed their own planet. They had to build square biodomes for them to live in. Oh, what a great movie. Biodome? Yeah. Biodome? Biodome, yes. Oh, I love that movie. <laughs> a terrible movie. I loved it. Sorry. It, I, it's I okay. You know, you get distracted <laughs> on awful movies. It's That's understandable. Right. Um, so, yeah. Um, so, yeah. So, they had to go through all of that. Uh, then, even uh, if you get into Star Wars Rebels... Um, they, one of the main characters in Star Wars Rebels, who was a Mandalorian, um, designed a weapon that could destroy Mandalorian armor and um, penetrate straight through it. And then she realized that the Empire was using it against Mandalorians. I'm not really sure why she would, you know, design it 
and then whatever. But uh, so she then left the Empire. And so if you know who I'm talking about, all of you uh, Star Wars Rebels fans out there, you know who I'm talking about. Otherwise, you guys got to look it up and figure out who I'm talking about. It's a big secret. We're not going to spoon feed it We're not going to spoon folks. feed it to you. That. That's not that's, our game. That's not what we're here about. Oh, but anyway, so yeah, so the Besker armor, getting into that real fast, super strong, super durable, uh, can be used against or to protect you against Jedis, which they fought a lot. Sure. Um, and what do you think just, in this show? you think we're going to see any Jedi in this show? you think we're going to get to see that armor against the lightsaber? That's a good question, because it, where, when it takes place, there really aren't any Jedi left. Right, and, and we'll talk a little but bit about But there could be lightsabers, like, still, because, you know, Rey winds up finding Luke's lightsaber, right. so there could be lightsabers out there that non-Jedi could use. Sure. So, or else, and, and so this is a good time to just talk about when this is set, right? So this what this is set, for those of you who don't know at home, in Star Wars, they use a, a timeline like we have, you know, BC and all that stuff. They use ABY and BBY. So the Battle of Yavin, you know, in the first Star Wars movie where Luke blows up to Death Star, that's like the big shatter point in the Star Wars universe. And so like that's considered zero ABY, I guess, or after the Battle of Yavin. Um, so this takes place about five years after the fall of the Empire, which is about 10 after the Battle of Yavin, which is about 25 years before The Force Awakens, right? Um, now, again, the Battle of Endor, um, where the Emperor dies and the second Death Star is blown up, that's four after the Battle of Yavin. So if you're not up on your Star Wars Battlefront lore, right, there's a, a PlayStation Xbox game, Star Wars Battlefront 2, where they kind of give you a little bit more background as to what happens after the fall of the Empire. The Empire actually lasts for about, I don't know, a year or so after the Battle of Endor, right? Uh, and it actually ends at the Battle of Jakku. So for those of you, all of you, I would imagine at this point, who saw <laughs> uh, The Force Awakens, we see Rey kind of hanging out on, on Jakku and like scavenging old um, Imperial Star Destroyers and stuff. That actually happened because of the Battle of Jakku, which essentially was the end of the Empire as we knew it. Right, so again, about five years after the fall of the Empire is where this all takes place. So when we're talking about, are we going to see any any lightsabers? We already know Luke's out there, right? So we have at least one Jedi who's still around at this point. Uh, this is at a point before Luke went into his little hermity recluse, right. right? So I don't know if he started his his uh, Jedi Academy yet. Okay. Uh, and if it is, you gotta you gotta imagine. Snoke's out there somewhere too. Yeah. So there's good guys, there's bad guys. We might see a red lightsaber used, or a green lightsaber used, or a blue. I feel like we're gonna see at least one. I hope but I don't so. Think until I, I think they're gonna save it. I, I think, think that's so. Yeah. A big save. Yeah. Them, you know what I mean? Feels like that's like a last episode of the series, like sort of a oh man. And man, you just see like a, like a big like final battle, and you yeah. just see somebody just pull out a lightsaber. Yeah. Yeah. That sounds like that's that's pretty. And as long as they don't penetrate straight on, the uh, the Mandalorian armor will protect him. Yeah, it should be. Should should protect him. So that's now, now there is a character rumored um, that is like a blacksmith, and we'll talk a little bit about that later. So okay. some some promotional shots show his armor like kind of being upgraded as as the series progresses. So I'm okay. wondering now again that's not confirmed, but I'm wondering if maybe that's going to be some sort of a plot point where this guy's kind of pieced his armor together. Uh, and he's upgrading as he goes. Yeah. Um, so again, uh, let's get back to show info, right? Right. right. And, and also, more blue milk while we're, we're while we're uh, jumping back into it, everybody loves Boba Fett. I mean, oh, he's yeah. he's just the greatest of all time. He has three whole lines in the entire series, and, and yet, and yet he's and yet. he's like such a fan favorite. But 
he's not a Mandalorian. No, well, he has Mandalorian armor. His right. dad, his clone dad, right. was not a Mandalorian. Yeah. Um, so his dad got the Mandalorian armor from somebody that he obviously defeated. Sure. More than likely killed. Um, because just beating you up, you're not going to relinquish your Mandalorian armor that easily. That's so true. He, ha he killed him, and then Boba Fett got it from Jenga Fett after Jenga Fett was... Uh, unceremoniously decapitated. Yeah, Mace, Mace really did his work on He him. did. He did a good job yeah, there. Yeah. Um, his, his purple lightsaber, man. It's, it's so effective. Apparently, it was, Besker is not around the neck. Not around the neck. The there was no, no Besker no, armor at the neck. No way. Right. Um, so, my question, do you think this this bounty hunter, this Mandalorian, is actually from Mandalore? Or... I don't know, man. Like, and now, now we say this Mandalorian. We haven't been given a name yet. No. no. We just know him as the Mandalorian. Mm -hmm. um, I don't know, because well, the whole thing with Mandalorians is it's like a warrior people, right? They respect, yeah. they respect fighting. <laughs> they respect your prowess in battle. So at a certain point, does it matter? You know, can you be a Mandalorian if you're not from Mandalore? Or is it, right. is it like a, just a way of life? Almost? A way of life, yeah. You know so I mean? Like maybe. Sith, the original Sith. Were, I mean, this is in the expanded universe. The original Sith were a race of people. They were the Sith. It was a type of alien people. And then the Sith just kind of became this this people who, who followed this tradition. So maybe Mandalorian could be sort of the same. Right. You know, you maybe we, from we find, I mean, you know, the, the planet of Mandalore and even some of the warriors were even banned from the planet and sent out to the moon of Mandalore. Um, I mean, the planet itself has been so ravaged and deteriorated through years and years and years of battle so they could have uh and also like the empire set up bases on there at certain points in time so that they could mine uh the the besker um so this guy could have come from one of those yeah. you know and just have been engulfed in the mandalorian culture so much so that even if he's not a true mandalorian does it matter I don't think it does, honestly. Did it matter for Boba Fett? No, we we love him. We sure do. Yeah, I don't know, man. I think I, they're they're keeping things pretty under wraps. They're, yeah, it's very secretive. We know very little about this character, and I think that's all for the better. I, they're going for like this Clint Eastwood, you know, lone gunslinger sort yeah. of thing, and I think that just fits so. And even all of the uh, all the previews. Yep. Show very western esque. Yeah. Um, and they don't show his face yet. They either. don't show his face. That's pretty killer. There was a scene. When he's riding on one of the speeder bikes, very uh, Return of the Jedi speeder bikes, um, and he doesn't have his helmet on. Oh yeah. So it's See, like it's everything goes so fast. So it's like really crazy. You really have to like slow it down and dig deep into each and every just trailer just to see. Yeah, we haven't gotten um, many trailers. That that last trailer that came out was like the most I don't know complete. I guess we yeah. Good shots of like Carl Weathers' character and. All, all sort of different sort of stuff that's going on. Now, we, we do in the... Going back to the EP, right? Executive yeah. producer. We talked about John Favreau. He was actually considered to direct Force Awakens. Um, John Again, John Favreau, big uh, Star Wars super fan. Uh, the real big uh, name, probably for like the, the Star Wars fanboys out there, uh, is Dave Filoni. Like, Dave Filoni is a Star Wars celebrity when it comes to like the people who watch the shows and, and read the books. Uh, he was, of course, one of the brains behind the Clone Wars series and the Rebels series. And again, when it comes to talking about creators who are fans, he, he is, is just a huge fan. He and, knows all. He yeah. knows everything there is to know about Star Wars. He makes. He's going to make sure that John Favreau keeps it legit. Yep. He's going to make sure that it's there. Uh, he has all. Now you're going to get hopefully some of the frostier stuff. 
Um, so he's he's definitely going to keep it keep it on the one hundred. Keep yes. it keep it legit. Keep it. Man, look at you. I know, right? You've been teaching kids. I have been. <laughs> I know all the all, all the things lingo. that kids are saying. Right. Uh, to our youth audience out there, it's gonna be it's gonna be fire, y'all. It's right? gonna be fire. It's, gonna be lit. it's definitely gonna be fire. Um, and and just like that, I lost our entire crowd under eighteen. Mm-hmm. That's it. That's all it took. They just um, said, "All right, we're done." <laughs> We also have Kathleen Kennedy. Kathleen Kennedy was a producer for The Force Awakens, for Rogue One, for The Last Jedi, for The Rise of Skywalker. Uh, again, a lot of, well, it's hard to say a lot of really great, I think it's all really great. But some, some of these, yeah. cl- these uh, Star Wars movies recently has been, have been very polarizing. Uh, I'm not the, the person here who's going to tell you they've been perfect, but I love Star Wars. I'm, I'm always going to be happy. Honestly. I love Star Wars. I love being entertained. Yeah. Um, and there's people who critique every little thing, you know, uh, this guy should be left-handed instead of right-handed and so the whole movie stinks because they made whoever whatever something yeah. silly yeah. i'm just there to be entertained if you're going to entertain me i'm going to like it yeah yeah so. and again i came out of uh the last jedi and i was happy i i thought about some stuff and went eh, i wish right. they had done this or i wish they had done that but at the end of the day listen if i could go back to i'm sorry mid 90s yeah and tell my 11-year-old self, hey or, man, there's going to be a time in your life <laughs> where there's like a Star Wars movie every year or so. I, I, I mean, I would that would be all I'd need. To all I like, need, yeah. yeah. I'm going to be, life is going to be pretty good for me going here on out, right? Um, now, the big thing for me is, and this is something Rob brought to my attention, how much are they spending per episode on this? This is big time. They're spending $15 million an episode. An episode. An that's, episode. That's a nutty amount of... How many and episodes are We know it's at least season? 10 episodes. I don't even know if there's more. I think $150 million just on the first season. That's like a big budget yeah, film. Yeah, that's a big film. That's a that's a major movie right there. Yeah, I think we can expect some pretty good action sequences, yeah. some good CGI. I'm hoping they go the more... They've been going with the, uh, the movies recently, a more traditional kind of... Yes. practical effects sort of stuff. I really hope building the models again. Yeah, I love I love the fact that they go back to building the models rather than like uh, episodes one, two, and three where it it was green screen and it was as I as I tell my students, just because you can doesn't mean that you should. So just because you could do it all green screen and you can do it all on the computer doesn't mean you should. So the fact that they're going back to models. Going back to the practical costumes, costumes yeah. and stuff—it's awesome. Man, that Uncar plot costume in the, in the Force Awakens when it first came out, man, I saw that and I was just like, "Yeah, this is the way it's got to be." This is the way it's got to uh, be. Yeah, they're all so good. Yeah, it just looks so much more real. And yes. I mean, I don't know, man. I think they made the right call with with CGI and Yoda back. You know, yeah. They had to make the the this the big old jumpy rabbity right. The, move and it's right. and it's fun seeing Yoda who you know walks with a cane as you know. Six thousand years old, however old Yoda was, um, and uh, and then suddenly he's like, "Oh, it's time to fight. Let's do this." Yep. And then he just starts like jumping all over the place. And then when he's done, just picks up the can. And then just picks up the can and just starts walking slowly again. I'm like, yep. dude, that is awesome. He's yeah. a boss. Yeah, that was the moment in the in the movies where I kind of lost myself. I, yeah, I was like, I don't care what else happened in this movie. Yoda, Yoda, Yoda like just kicked butt. Yeah. Oh, man. So yeah, so fifteen million an episode. So you should expect some good stuff for fifteen million an episode. I, I I know I am, and even, I mean, just the trailers look amazing. Now they are two minutes at a time or three minutes at a time. Yeah, they're so really keeping things. They're real, short. Yeah. They don't want to let too much out. I mean, we we were able to grab some stuff out. Of, I mean. There's definitely, like, we see a desert planet. So you got to wonder which planet that is. Everyone, of course, you see a desert planet. You think Tatooine. Tatooine right? But there's but a I, lot of desert planets. Yeah, I feel like the, the creators are trying to expand on the universe, you know, right. and not make just, I mean, 
when you have a big galaxy full of planets, you got to imagine things happen on more than yeah. One. So it, um, hopefully, I mean, it would be cool if this all took place all in the outer rim and they uh, introduced us to all new planets and stuff. But it would be fun to also go back and be like, hey, there's Tatooine. There's uh, there's other planets. There's Endor or whatever. You know, planets that we know, as well as. 30 new planets that we don't know. Sure. Because it's a galaxy. It's not just one solar system. Yeah, I feel like they can mix it up with, you know, yeah. here's this new planet, and oh, we're on Coruscant, and then here's this new planet, and oh, we're on, ta you know, I'd like to see a mix of new and old for sure. Yeah. Uh, see some familiar faces. Now, that's the other thing. We're going to get into a little rumors section here because I have read some rumors. I, I, I hesitate to talk too much about rumors, and I'm, my phone, I feel like every day some new rumor pops up, and... 90% of them turn out to be just internet people like reading making stuff up yeah or right. just making stuff up I hate when people just make stuff up right yeah and so there are some rumors out there uh, I have heard that we're not going to see too many OG uh, original characters um, we had mentioned Boba Fett you know the, the big thing is you know he got eaten by the Sarlacc I mean if you think that Boba Fett is dead I've got a, a ranch I want to sell you there's, yeah. there's no way they killed him off I mean no. they probably in originally intended to um, but then once they realized how popular he was, and also, I mean, he was the greatest bounty hunter of all time. He's got a jetpack on his back. He's got all kinds of weapons right there. We barely saw him do anything. We barely saw him do anything. Uh, and I'm sure we'll see him again. The armor it can protect against uh, against laser blast. It should be able to protect you short time at least against Scarlet, uh, you so know, stomach acids. Stomach acids. <laughs> yeah, you know, like. Well, and the, that's the whole thing is that in the expanded universe, he like you know. It rocketed himself out and blew the thing up, and it was it was a pretty yeah. pretty intense moment. I read those books. There was a there was a trilogy of books about how Boba Fett uh, did get himself out of there, and uh, so he didn't come out you know unharmed. He was definitely uh, a little, little worse for the little wear. worse for the wear. He was you know three breaths away from death, but he did get out. Yeah, so and I, then, I feel like we're going to see him at some point. I don't know about this one, but I feel like this would be a perfect opportunity for him to make some sort of a cameo. You know, even I'd love like a training montage. You know what I mean? Like a like a that would be cool. Yeah, Boba Fett nineteen eighties style. <laughs> well, we have get some music in the background. We have Apollo Creed in it, so That's we true. definitely could have a training That's montage. True. I want Carl Weathers and Boba Fett. To Boba train Fett our training Mandalorian our Mandalorian <laughs> with, with like running on the beach in slow motion. In yeah, that would be great. That would be awesome. Baywatch. Oh. <laughs> I would watch that show. That is a show I would watch. There are also some rumors about... No, I don't know about this one. This one, this one seems a little much for me, but there is some people speculate that Jabba will make an appearance. Now, Jabba would be fun. Uh, we, all, we've all, we all saw the, that him, you know, he didn't get choked by a chain yes. by Leia. Right. Uh, I he, mean, he everyone died. remembers that character. But That's also, it. Jabba was one of the huts, yeah. which were, you know... Famous crime famous syndicate. Famous crime people. syndicate, yeah. yeah. So I, I would imagine we'll definitely see some huts. Hut I action. would love to see a different hut, another yeah. hut. And, and you also have to wonder at that point, like, Jabba was probably considered one of the, if not the most powerful of the hut crime cartel. There's got to be a power vacuum left behind from that, yes. right? And so I you mean, figure this is a, maybe a year or two after that. It'd be cool to see that power vacuum, who filled that power vacuum, who's yes. working for, for the hut cartel now. Um, but but some person in in the the preview saw a Twi'lek give a little wink to the camera, and they're like reading into that as like the creators like hey wink wink we're gonna because you know you, we have these Twi'lek dancers that worked on the sail barge, and Bib Fortuna who is you know Jabba's major domo right, yeah, right. He, yep. he was he was a Twi'lek I think that's reading a little far into it for me. Also, when she winked, uh, in front of her was looked like. Um, uh, who's uh, not uh, 
Who's the... Uh, Bill Burr. It looked like if you paused it, there was a bald guy standing right in front of her. She turned around. She winked at the camera. So you don't know who she was actually winking at because obviously she's not winking at the camera. Sure. Um, breaking the fourth wall. Breaking... Yeah. That's not going to happen. No. And then there was this uh, quick glimpse of her holding a knife in her hand. And then Bill Burr was in front of her. So is she just going to shank Bill Burr or... Is she, as you said, you know, something more towards towards Jabba effect? And uh, on that note, let's talk about Bill Burr real fast. Yeah, that's. I was very shocked when I saw that Bill Burr. Like, there's no information right now out there about what he's gonna do, but he is on the cast list. And you told me a very interesting story about. Yes, Bill so he was on some talk show years ago, talking about how he hates Star Wars. Interesting. He's not a fan of Star Wars. He thinks it's stupid. Blah blah blah. All this stuff. So the fact that he, I mean, people change. People sure. change their minds. Sure. Maybe he maybe he never watched an episode before. Or maybe he's just a smart actor and knows, hey, even though I thought Star Wars was stupid when I was a kid, uh, they're going to pay me. So why not be a part of this franchise? And think about it. Uh, by being in this franchise, you can just go to... Uh, comic-con for the rest of your life yeah i mean you don't even have to have a big role no so far as star wars fans go if, if you made a cameo in a star wars film as as a potted plant you could you yeah could, you could go and sign and some sign autographs. sign autographs for line. twenty dollars i would absolutely wait in line for an autograph of potted plant number three yes return of the jedi and then absolutely so i mean right there boom you you know you're guaranteed money for the rest of your life now if that's what his plan is i have no idea but he it is funny that he's he's going to be in an, and you know, years ago, he said that he he hated Star Wars. Well, I'm reminded of you know David Cross, the comedian. Yes, he, uh-huh. he did these uh, Alvin and the Chipmunk movies. Right, uh, <laughs> and he got all this flack about it from people saying he sold out and stuff like that. And I remember just just hearing him talk about it. And he goes, uh, "Yeah, it paid for one of my from my summer house." Right, you know, and it's like he, he's like, "Listen, it's a paycheck. I'm an actor. I'm gonna do it, and I'm gonna do do a good job." So it kind of brings up like a does do you need a fan? To do, I feel like right. in, in your producers and your creative team, yeah, you definitely want you want them to be fans, right? Right, but, but I, I you have just no need doubt a, that Bill Burr will do a good job. You just fans. need a good actor to yeah. act, and if if the actor can act well, even if he wasn't a fan of Star Wars as a kid, um, if he's going to act his butt off, then who cares? Sure, I like Bill Burr. He's funny. I like Bill Burr. He's, he's a funny dude. He's a funny dude. So it should be interesting. I'm sure he's not going to be a, a comedic role. I wouldn't think so. But I bet, I bet he he'd be one of the the lighter. You think so? You know, one okay. Of the, one of the uh, comic relief sort of thing. Star Wars is big with the you know the co- sort of campy humor and stuff like yes. that. So uh-huh. I could see him being in it. Let's talk now that we're into that. Let's talk characters, right? So the biggest one obviously is Bill Burr. Obviously, no, not <laughs> our, uh, he's our, the star of our it. Our number one guy is Pedro Pascal. He's the Mandalorian, and I will tell you, I'm so excited about that. Yes. All Game of Thrones fans out there know that my man Pedro Pascal was uh, the Red Viper of Dorne. Um, and he was he was so good. He was one of my favorite parts of the series. He was very charismatic. So I'm interested to see because this is going to be a very different role for him. It's this again, this Clint Eastwood esque loner. Um, but it, he he was also in uh, Narcos, and he was he was you know uh, like a not a he was a very serious role in Narcos. Sure. So uh, you see his range. He can do that as well. Yeah. And I'm wondering what kind of a Mandalorian. I'm guessing like a more like a chaotic neutral sort of a thing. Okay. I'm hoping for like a, you know, like the anti-hero, the guy who like doesn't want to do good, but winds up doing good. I I think that's a pretty 
classic Star Wars trope that we could probably yes. see him fall. He's into. he's gonna he's gonna go for his bounties. He's gonna do what he needs to do to survive, and then every once in a while he's going to uh, maybe protect somebody yeah. that uh, maybe he was supposed to have a bounty for. You know, uh, and that is a rumor. There is a rumor that uh, that is going around that there's there's a possible MacGuffin for the series that uh, the Mandalorian was given some sort of a, a bounty on this person. He shows up and it's like a child or a baby. Okay. Uh, and he has some sort of a change of heart, and that becomes sort of the catalyst is is him trying to protect this child. Okay. Um, again, all a rumor. All that rumors I, that I read, but that that would tie in very nicely with this this sort of theme that Star Wars have for like. The Han Solo type characters that that like aren't necessarily the most morally grounded people, but they wind up doing. But good. they wind up yeah. doing good, even even though you know that they're in it for the money or or whatever the case is. So, yeah, so he's going to be awesome. Yeah, as, I imagine he's probably going to be kind of moody. Kind yes, of, you know, he's gonna he's gonna be that guy who doesn't doesn't make friends very easily. But, no, uh, I and imagine... the Mandalorians as a whole, or I think, are very moody people. They're sure. not very. Very friendly people, you know. They're, if your culture revolves around killing people, it's yeah, not your happen. your job is to do one thing, and and you're gonna do that, and you're not gonna, you know, you're not gonna uh, stray away from that. You're just gonna get your job done and and move on to your next job. That's right. Uh, we also have this Gina Carano, who I had never heard of before, but apparently she is a pretty killer lady. Uh, she plays Cara Dune, um, who apparently fought in the rebellion against the Empire, so she's a former rebellion. Uh, operative i guess but gina carano is a former mma fighter i mean she's she's so legit she, so she's gonna do all her own stunts i would hope so that would be I'd awesome imagine we're gonna see cara dune doing like being pretty pretty she's gonna formidable. kick some butt yeah, yeah she's, she's definitely gonna, gonna kick some butt so i and I, I would also see her as maybe someone probably who f- is gonna wind up working with the mandalorian but i bet there, there's gonna be tension there and she's oh, have to constant tension place. yeah yeah um again Casting a former MMA fighter in a, in a role like this in a in a big budget. She's know, not going to be just a, a sidekick. She's gonna. She's definitely. She's gonna definitely uh, hold her own there and For not sure. just be, you know, just yeah. a little meaningless sidekick. She's going to be do, doing a lot of kicking butt herself and uh, and taking charge and hopefully arguing with the uh, with the Mandalorian. Which I can't wait to find out what his name actually yeah. is. Yeah, they released a lot of the other again. Cara Dune, we know her, but like again, it's just Pedro Pascal, the Mandalorian. The Mandalorian, and that's got to be that's got to be purposeful. Yeah. Right? Oh yeah. I would imagine we won't learn his his name even the first no episode. I'm thinking like two three episodes in, where I'm, finally somebody says his name, and then the internet blows up. They're like, oh my god! It's either gonna be one of those where like it's this guy we all know, and like I can't believe he managed, or else he's like got this dark past and he's just right. trying to hide. And from he's it. hiding from it. That would be really cool. Into the Mandalorian thing where he's trying to like create this image that I am this Mandalorian but maybe he's really something else yeah maybe he's, he's just like a stockbroker yeah you never you know, know a Star Wars stockbroker Star Wars stockbroker on Wall Street wherever yeah. Wall Street might be in and then Wall Street crashes and then you know he needs to make some money so he decides to then become a bounty hunter seems yeah. seems perfectly legitimate to me listen I've, I've thought about it a couple of times <laughs> I got a lot of college, college loans I gotta pay off uh, probably the biggest name that we have on the cast list is Nick Nolte uh, his his not listed what he's going to be playing. Uh, there are some rumors uh, that he might be vo- the voice of an Ugnaught. Nick Nolte has a pretty iconic voice. Um, and Ugnaught is like th- those those pig people, you know, those little pig, pig people that yeah. tried to cook C-3PO and Empire Strikes Back mm-hmm. when Chewbacca comes down. And they do life. show the giant uh, like sand uh, crawlers as well. Sure. So 
Maybe it has something to do with that. Who knows? Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, again, in in Cloud City, we we go down and we see that C-3PO was blasted by stormtroopers and put into little bits. And then you have these little pig people putting him in the uh, in the furnace. In the furnace. Yeah. And he puts him on a backpack of parts. That's right. (laughs) (laughs) That's that's probably one of my favorite parts of that movie. It's my favorite, hands down, my favorite Star Wars movie, which I feel like that's a pretty yes theme. the one I'm probably most excited about for me is Giancarlo Esposito, and again for you Breaking Bad fans. Oh, he was there, so awesome in Breaking Bad. He was my favorite. He was he was Gustavo Fring, uh, you know, the owner of uh, what was the chicken place called? Uh, Pollo Polo, Hermanos, yes, right? um, yeah, Chicken Brothers, right? Chicken, yes. Uh, and he was amazing, man. the The range on that guy is nuts, and he is playing Moff Gideon, a former governor of the Empire. Um, so you got to imagine. It's five years ABY, so it's about a year after the fall of the Empire. Here's this guy who he had to have lost everything, right? right? If he was a governor with the Empire, yes. So you got to wonder which side is he on. And and there's the, one of the trailer scenes. You see him with a bunch of uh, the black helmeted stormtroopers. Um, I forget what they're called. The they're like the the elite fighting force of stormtroopers. Listen, every every six months they're releasing a different type of stormtrooper. Yes, for and then for, I can't yes. keep track of all of them. Can't man. buy all of the all the toys, <laughs> and then right. they also have white stormtroopers on the other side of him. So either he's still with with the Empire, or uh, or maybe he you know branched off and has his own uh, small clan of troopers that all got. Uh, you know, destroyed or like when the empire got destroyed, they had nothing to do. So he started his own little rebel force of some sort, like you know, not rebels, but you know, what I'm saying like other sure. other fighting force of some sort. You gotta wonder, maybe we're gonna see some inklings of the beginning of the first order as well. You know what I mean? That'll be really because cool. Yeah. I think again, I haven't been able to to catch much of rebels yet, but I'm pretty sure there's uh, in rebels some stuff that leads towards the beginning of the first order. But if we have a former moth of the empire, you gotta figure he's looking for something to do. I mean, yeah. He, he he seems seems to me like they're playing him off as this this career military man who is super ambitious. Uh, and again, he lost everything, so he's got to have, you know, an, an axe to grind here. Right. He's got to be. So he's he's angry. He's I, an angry man, and he plays angry very well. He was very good when he did Breaking Bad. Oh, and it's like this seething. Anger. Mm-hmm. It's not like a like a. It's just this. It's like, not a yelling. Quiet, yeah. It's just uncomfortable. This, uh-huh. Like kind like, of creepy. You just know you're in trouble as soon as Dad walks in the door. Type of creepy anger. Oh, yeah. 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 You walk. You come home. Dad's sitting on the couch, looking at you on the couch, and you're like, uh oh. You're like, oh boy, I'm in trouble. Uh, Papa, Papa Gustavo Fring. Yes. Yeah. He's. Yeah, he is, so, so I'm really excited about him. Uh, we also have Taika Waititi. Did I say that right? Uh, sounds good enough to Very me. Very confusing He'll, name to say. You know what? If he if he's if he's mad, if he wants, he can come in. He could be our first guest. That's right, Taika. Uh, if you're out there listening, man. Uh, yeah. You know, if I mispronounce your name, uh, come on and yeah. drink some bantha milk. Drink us. some bantha milk. By the way, uh, I'm almost. I I've reported. You'd least have yes. Here. I have not. It's still good. I'm not complaining. I just haven't. You know, I've just been sipping for some reason. No, it's good. Lot. I'm feeling pretty. I'm feeling pretty nice mm-hmm. right now. Life is good. I'm talking Star Wars. I'm drinking Bantha milk. Yep. Um, but uh, Taika Waititi, I'm just going to keep calling him that because that's the best I can do. Uh, he was the director of Thor Ragnarok. Uh, he also played, if you remember, one of my favorite um, characters uh, from Thor Ragnarok is uh, Korg. Yes. The, the angry rock person who kicks at the ghost. Uh huh. Piss off, ghost! Right. So that's that's Korg. So he played him. And he's also one of the uh, either producers or directors. He's also helping out on on uh, on that level as well. I don't remember which one if it's producing or directing, but he's also a part of that as well. So right. 
he'll he'll be adding some uh, some intellectual input into it as well right. as. And he's playing IG-11. Now, the big thing online was people saw this IG robot, and they thought it was the most famous. IG-88. IG-88. You know, my star, my big hardcore Star Wars fans out there who played Shadows of the Empire on Nintendo 64, one of the most terrifying levels of my childhood <laughs> was the train sequence when you fight IG-88 at the end, and he was hard, man. Yeah. He was tough. Um, so the big thing with IG-11, they've released a couple info, uh, th- little nuggets of info about him, is that he's apparently a very naive little droid who cannot lie. Um, so there is a theory out there that, like, IG-88 is, like, this this droid that got all this credit because people gave, like, people think that he was IG-88, but it was actually IG-11. It was IG-11, okay. And so there's this mix-up of IG units, and IG-88 has this big reputation because this, this poor little IG-11 unit did all the work. Did all the work for him. But then it was given credit to IG-88. Yeah, and uh, so who knows? We'll see what happens. Now, the big reveal is here, y'all. I wanted to save this one for the last here, and it's it's huge. Uh, John Favreau uh, tweeting or Instagramming about it is, is confirming that R5-D4 will be making an appearance in this, episode, or in this uh, series. Now, for those of you who don't know, R5-D4, you got to remember him. From A New Hope, they had this little red and white astromech droid that Uncle Owen originally originally purchased purchases, and all of a sudden he blows up, and they have to take R two. Now there there is in the or the legends of Star Wars. It's no longer canon, but there used to be a comic. I believe it was a comic book, might have been a book uh, called Skippy the Jedi Droid. Okay, and um, it it was it was postulated that I R five D four was a force sensitive droid. Oh, okay. Oh, yeah. I don't know if you know that. It's, it's pretty interesting. And that when he was on this ship, he had he had R2 and he had C-3PO with him, and he could sense the Force in Luke. And okay. And he knew that he had this, this grand destiny in front of him. And so he, using the Force, he, first of all, blew himself up okay. a little bit, and then used the Force to tell C-3PO... To, to tell them to purchase R2 because he knew that this would be the catalyst for this great rebellion. Um, so R5-D4, again, I don't know how much of that they're going to actually right. use. Probably a good nothing of it. That's pretty funny because I was thinking as as we're talking about that, uh, that scene, how much of a punk uh, C-3PO was because he should have immediately been like, Take my best friend R two D two. He didn't even he didn't even put up an argument. He didn't even put up an argument. He was just like peace out R two. Yeah. It was nice hanging out with you for all these years. I'm leaving. That's true. Well, to be fair, C three PO had his memory wiped a bunch, right? R two didn't. R two so did. R2 yeah. Probably still had this this long storied friendship in his data banks with C three PO. And meanwhile, C three PO kind of forgot and was like, all forgot right, all about it. Later. Yeah. But you got me into this mess in the first place. Yeah. This is your that fault that we're here. So screw you. I'm leaving. Um. So yeah, we will see Skippy the Jedi droid R five D four. Very excited about that. Um, but that, that's kind of it as far as big names we see for characters. Um, there's only so much we can talk about until this just comes out. When does it debut? It's the day it comes out. Right? It's supposed to come out the day it comes out. And also, good news, good news for us as podcasters, um, is that they're only releasing one episode a week. Oh, that is great. So it's not going to be like Netflix where you get all 10 episodes at once and everybody sits down for 10 straight hours and watches the whole thing and then complains about it for the next uh, 360 days, days. 64 (laughs) days until they can get a chance to release another uh, season two. So they are doing it one episode at a time. 
I like that. I, I will tell you, I, I am that guy. Me and my wife sat on our couch one whole day watching the entirety of the most recent season of Stranger Things. Oh, yeah. Um, and it's great. I love those days, but I, you know, it's nice to have some time right. to wonder. Yeah, but you know, now you're all done. And, and also, you don't get to really, like, think about what you just saw. You're just like, okay, I saw that, moving on. Yeah, this would not be a good show for that. For no. Sure. I feel like there's going to be a lot of a lot of subtleties people want to kind of take apart. Yes. Uh, I feel like Disney's going to really milk that for all it's worth. And, and the timeline of it is such that, you know, starts, you know, November 12th is launch date, and I'm pretty sure launch day is, is debut day. Right. Um, and so you think 10 weeks, that brings us into the new year, and we've got that Cash and Andor series coming out sometime in the new year, as well as the Clone Wars series, the new season of the Clone Wars. So I feel like Disney has really thought about this timeline. Yes. Like, so that we have kind of this uninterrupted flow of these series. And and I feel like we're going to be able to weave these webs between these sort of series as well. Because Disney is huge on, like, releasing something. And then the next thing that's released, oh my gosh, now this kind of explains that character. It like, explains that, yeah. So you, you see a lot of cross-platform sort of characters. So I, I get the feeling we're going to... We're going to get a lot of content between this going into the Cash and Andor series, going into the Ewan McGregor series. Like we have a lot of Star Wars stuff coming up. It is, which is awesome, and hopefully it's all good too. Uh, that's that's my at fifteen million an episode. This should definitely be very good. Yeah, we should have plenty to talk about. Every plenty week. to talk about and every week. That's the thing here, folks. We're going to be hopefully uh, taking apart each one of these episodes, talking about the characters, talking about what what to expect, what we think is going to happen. Uh, I think we're we're in for at least a first season of some pretty interesting and thrilling Star Wars. And awesome stuff. I, I know I wanted, and there were rumors when they were talking about releasing the movies every year, um, one of the movies was going to be a Boba Fett standalone movie. Right. And that has been in production or in talks yep. for years. Yep. Um, they even, they wanted to see how Deadpool worked out because Deadpool is a character very similar to Boba Fett sure. where he's not a he's 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 a mercenary you he's know these anti-hero we anti-hero talk about, you know, so they like wanted the, to see how that turned out and and that one was that awesome pretty darn well yeah but Deadpool also had a personality that was that sarcastic you know jerky yeah. personality where Boba Fett really didn't have that personality so I know they kept going trying to figure out how to make Boba Fett, the bad guy, and the good guy, and the star of the movie all at the same time. So I think this Mandalorian series will definitely hold us over if they ever decide to make a Boba Fett movie because we're going to get that grittiness. Um, we're going to get that gritty, that anti-hero hero, um, and just the darker side of Star Wars. So yeah. it should be really, really and cool. And I think they did a good job starting that with Rogue One. You see yeah. some of that with, like, you know, when Cashin is meeting that guy in the beginning of the movie, he's... he's you know, and he kills the guy. Again, in the Cashin series, I think we can expect a lot of that. This sort of subterfuge, like, cloak and dagger sort of mm -hmm. uh, intelligence sort of thing, where, like, spy sort of stuff. So the Resistance has these sort of dark um, beginnings, you know? Right. And, and yeah. I think that's more real, and I really love that they're yeah. doing that, you know? The original series, you know, the, the Rebels were this purely good beacon of hope, and, you know, that's, yep. it has its place in these classic stories, but... To make it more real and to have this this sort of subterfuge, sort of seedy, chaotic kind of... Because that's the way wars that's, are that's fought. A, yeah, you know and that's mean? what happens after a war is now everything is left um, just in chaos, basically. Mm -hmm. Like, the one side wins, but that helps that side. But what about everything else that's going on? So I think this will definitely be a good, um, you know, view into the outer realm and uh, what's going on outside of... 
you know, good beating evil for a short period of time because now we have all this layover of all this bad stuff, like all the leftover stuff that's sure. that's going on. And, I've, and I, I like, I do like that we're getting, you know, I love the Scar Skywalker series and I love hearing about these big, you know, Jedi dynasties and stuff. But with, with these these series, I think we can get more into the fact that it's not just a, a galaxy of Skywalkers and, right. you know what I mean? There's there's stuff going on planet-wide, you know, there's yeah. smaller scale things going on. There's more stuff than... get into that with, with this sort of a series. Yeah, more stuff going on than just that one family of Skywalkers. So. Right. Yes. Awesome. Well, we just pushed an hour. Can wow. you believe that we talked for a whole hour? You know, when we were doing this, we were like, ah, we have, we have a page or so of notes yeah. we want to talk about. Hopefully, it'll fill 35, 40 minutes. Yeah, I mean, I'm a you, talker. I get it. I think You got the banter. <laughs> the banter you got. The, the banter. Besker, we the talked all about. we got. We got the banter milk. Um, so. Next time, if you want to go ahead and make this yourself, uh, you can go, again, go ahead and look it up. On uh, what was the website? Getaway, Getaway today. Getaway today. Again, it's the Star Wars blue milk recipe. Uh, we we tweaked it slightly. We tweaked it, and again, we used some of this uh, this Smirnoff vanilla Smirnoff vodka. vanilla vodka. To... This episode brought to you by Smirnoff. I wish that would be awesome. Yeah, right? Smirnoff, Smirnoff actually. If you're listening. Yeah, right? hey, look. Like, uh, we're ha good we're stuff. happy to push your stuff. It was delicious. It was delicious. Oh man, this Smirnoff. Oh, okay, so. Um, yeah, if you want to make some yourself next time you're listening, uh, I'd imagine some of you might be listening in your cars. My wife certainly. Yeah, you don't want to drink in your car. That's bad. No. From what uh, I what I've been told, drinking and driving is very bad. Although don't I do lived it, in kids. Louisiana, man, and they have drive-through daiquiri stands. It's the weirdest thing. That is the weirdest is thing. The and they just thing. assume that you're not going to drink it well, in the no, car. No, they put they put a piece of tape over the lid. Oh. Uh, and once that tape is over the straw thing, that makes it not an open container. Okay. Apparently. Apparently, so <laughs> By a piece Louisiana of tape. Louisiana law. That's right. Louisiana law. A piece of tape equals a closed container right. so there so, you go so we're we're hoping you enjoyed this episode uh if, if you dug the general vibe this is going to be the general vibe man this is like yeah. how we're going to do things so we're just going to enjoy enjoy ourselves drink a little bit talks talk star wars talk which star is probably wars. our favorite thing that exists and mostly mandalorian but also other things we might even get into uh galaxy's edge a little bit there because that's awesome All right we're hoping to have some guests on here we have a vast network of Star Wars nerd friends that yes. we can we can bring on to and I would also some chat. I would also like to to throw it out there to the five hundred and first. They are the uh, the um, cosplay, I guess you want to say, but they're not cosplay. I don't know what, what you want to call them, but they they make all the costumes of uh, Star Wars costumes. The the five hundred first is the bad guys. They make all the Empire stuff and. Uh, in the in that are uh, Mandalorians, a lot of Boba Fett costumes in there, and other just general Mandalorian costumes. So, if you're in the 501st and you want to talk about what it's like to to make your own Mandalorian costume and where you can go to harvest Mandalorian iron and all that good stuff, that would be really awesome. I would love to see a super well done. Uh, Mandalorian costume in here. That would be really, really cool, I think. That would be excellent. Um, so, yeah, so any ideas, show ideas or anything like that, you can uh, check us out on our Instagram, which, once again, is Bantha Milk Podcast. Bantha Milk Podcast. Bantha Milk Podcast. If you want to send us drink recipes, uh, we we will give you a shout-out on here and let, let people know where the, the drink recipe came from. We're going to be posting some, some pictures of our production here, pictures of our drinks here. We might even uh, make ourselves a little uh, Facebook page as well. Yeah. Also, Bantha Milk Podcast Bantha out Milk there Podcast. eventually. Uh, you we can got find big us. Big plans, ladies Big plans. And That's right. 
Find us on any uh, any podcast uh, software. That's right. What are we on here? We got well, we're on so Google Podcast. We're on Google Podcast. We're on on uh, iTunes, Spotify, Spotify, uh, Anchor. We're recording this on Anchor, so it's on Anchor's podcast as well. Um, so if you just type in Bantha Milk Podcast, you'll be able to find us. Um, eventually, we'll have a, a set link. We have to try and figure that out. We're still learning here, folks. This is very new. It's my very first new. podcast yes. for sure. So, so Rob's done some more stuff in here than I am, but I'm, I'm very good at talking. So I feel like you know, so yeah. So we can yeah. we can do this very well together. Um, but we're we're enjoying it. We're looking forward to doing more of these. But again, find us on social media. Please tell your friends and share this. We yes. want to get this out to as many people as we can. I understand that this first listen through will probably be a lot of people we know. But I want you to tell all your Star Wars friends that. If they want some company in their commute to work or they want to, you know, have something on in the house while they're doing chores and listen to us banter. Banter away. Banter. Drink our Bantha Milk. Again, we are Rob and Nick. Banter, Besker, and Bantha Milk. Find us on Instagram, Bantha Milk Podcast. And we are going to call it a day, I think. Call it a day. All right. right, So we'll see you in our next episode. Yes, indeed. Have fun. Have fun.